Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. All right, welcome everyone. Our rock star today is Megan Schoenbaum. Welcome to the show, Megan. And please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, let's see. Well, so I've been really making music my whole life. Um, I, I currently live in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, Russian River area, and uh, have been calling California my home for the past 12 years. Um, but going way back, um, my, my music career, I like to say it started back when I was um, playing on my mother's pots and pans with wooden spoons in diapers <laughs> as a toddler. <laughs> um, but I was, uh, I was playing music by ear, uh, playing piano by ear at the age of three, three years old. And I would hear, you know, I'd hear the, the Disney songs at my grandmother's house and I'd run over to the, to the piano and start to play them. Um, and really just my whole childhood and, oh, even still now, wanting to play any instrument I could get my hands on. So, you know, I started on piano and obviously I was singing all the time. And um, when I went into school, um, grade school, we were, we had band and I wanted to play the drums, um, but was given a flute <laughs> my first year. And then the second year, um, that's when drums hit. I went to, um, I went to a high school football game and saw the marching band and saw the, the quad player come out with the drums. And I said, that's what I want to do. So, so sixth grade, I, I became a drummer primarily. And that, that pretty much continued on into college. But during that time, also, like I said, learning any instrument I could, picking up guitar, bass guitar, um, oboe, pretty much everything. <laughs> And, uh, and knew, you know, from a very, very early age, um, that, you know, music was my, was my passion. And then at the age of 12, seeing, um, the little fair on pay-per-view and deciding that's, that, that's what I want to do. I want to be up on stage and I want to be, you know, performing for people. And so when it came to college, I, I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston 
And uh, again, drums was my primary instrument, but my degree is in music therapy. And so during that time, you know, for, for portability, obviously um, carrying around a drum set is not ideal. So they guitar pretty much became my, my primary instrument. And so did a lot of, uh, you know, working with, with various populations and writing my own music and that segued back into the performing and was still doing some orchestral work as a percussionist. Um, but really, really fell in love with the songwriting and the performing. Um, and, and that was more grown up style music, sort of the singer songwriter inspired by um, Anya DeFranco, Alanis Morissette, Lisa Loeb, that, that whole crew. And then, um, you know, I, I, I loved Boston, um, but ever since I was a child, I also felt drawn to the California glow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some family that some cousins out here and they would come visit during the summer. And I said that, you know, that's where I want to be someday, California. So packed up everything I owned and just, you know, didn't have work lined up, but just decided to take the leap of faith and drove out to California, landed in um, Northern California, Marin. And um you know, the, the music, music with children, it really, <clears throat> it actually came to me um, in a sense. You know, I landed out here and I didn't really know how to get into the music scene. Um, it was a little, you know, a bit of a culture shock going from the city of Boston to more of a suburb, suburban area um, with a lot of families. And I was working with a child um, in a school setting and basically someone approached me and said, I heard that your background's in music therapy and a friend of mine has a music business teaching classes to families and she and her family are leaving the country for a year and she wants someone to take over her business and her classes. <laughs> and, and so it was, uh, it was a bit of a no brainer. Um, and so I went down to Southern California and did a training to be certified in, in parent-child music classes. Um, and, and, you know, a bit serendipitous during that time I was, so I came out to California with um, my children's father and we also, um, you know, found out we were expecting our, our first child as I was training. Um, so it was like really, um, sort of uh, it aligned so well that I could be a mom and also working with families. Um, and so I was teaching these classes for um, a couple, you know, about, let's see, this was 2009, 2008, 2009. And so um, my daughter was born in 2010 and, um, you know, I was teaching and, and then sort of, realized that I didn't really need to teach for a specific program anymore. I wanted the flexibility and I found that, um, you know, being a mom and being around moms that they wanted flexibility too. So I kind of started my own thing. Um, you know, a lot of performing and just, you know, just really feeling into what, what the family's needs were around me. Um, and so 
anyway, I did that for, for a while performing and, but the, um, as far as recording my own music. So once, um, our son was born in 2013, that's when I started to do a lot more songwriting, um, a lot more performing started to, um, expand my, my reach a bit. And then in 20, so fast forward to 2016, really started to feel the, the, feel the itch to, um, start recording. I mean, it's something I always, I had recorded and these other albums will never see the light of day, but <laughs> back in Boston, I recorded some like, you know, more grown up, you know, like indie edgy kind of Anita Franco type stuff. Um, but I really wanted to start recording the children's music because it was, it was all inspired by my own children. Um, and so in 2018, I hit this point where it was like, you know, if not now, then when? And it was like, it was like a, I don't know, just this moment where it all just clicked. And I, um, I was fortunate that my, my children's dad has uh, had a studio in our, our house. So it was a, he does post-production. So it, I basically just said, you know, give me my little corner of your studio where I can just birth this child. And, and so he did. And um, basically I would, I would get up every morning about 3am and I'd go up to the studio and I would record as much as I could. And then my children would get up and I'd take care of them and I'd teach my classes. And cause you know, mind, mind you, they were, they were still really young. Um, and I'd be there for them during the day and then they'd go to bed and I'd go back to recording. And <laughs> so I just had this, you know, this, this laser focus that nothing was going to stop me from, from making this happen. And so um, that started in February of 2018. And I believe it was June of 2018 that Bubba and Boo was released my first album. Um, and then, uh, that summer, I ended up doing a tour. I played in Florida and Oregon, of course, around California. Um, and, and then, you know, I think that is when things started to really take off as far as um, just, again, broadening my, my, my reach um, around the Bay Area and beyond. And um, in 2019, um, my, my second album came out. That one is You Are Enough. And that, that I feel like that's when I really feel like I started embracing, um, you know, I, well, so Bubba and Boo, it's, it, those were songs, I know I'm jumping around here, but Bubba and Boo, um, those songs were written over, over a, a broader span of time. I'd say from like 2010 to not 2000, 2012 to 2018. So, I mean, those were songs that there's a lot of growth that happens, personal growth that happens during those years. And so um, 2019, I feel like that's when I really stepped into, I was writing music that, um, you know, really resonated with where where I was in my life, I wasn't writing so much for, you know, let's write a song about whales or let's write a song mm -hmm. about this. Um, although there is one song on there that I was asking um, 
I was asking that, and I'll talk more about that too, asking my, my listeners what they want to hear about, but the whole idea of you are enough. And, um, there's a, there's a couple of uh, good humans is another song on that album. That's all about how can we be, you know, how can we look eye to eye and, and give back to the planet and give to ourselves and just be kind. And I feel like that's when I really started to, the music started to really embody. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't like to use the word brand, but that's sort of who I am. Um, and, and trying to find a way to bring that into music, those messages, those positive messages to this audience. Um, when I write music, I say that I write music for the children in our lives and the children inside all of us. And my vision with that is that, you know, I, I, I meet so many people um, who, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, trying to adopt that that whole idea of, you know, I am enough and let's, let's look eye to eye and work together and take turns. And, you know, um, and so my, my whole, I guess my, my whole intent with that, with the music that I write is that if we can, if we can take these messages, um, songs about celebrating diversity and, and smashing gender stereotypes. And if we can take these messages and, and convey them, you know, lovingly and in a fun way to this younger generation, you know, three, four or five-year-olds, I, I think, I think we can change the world. And also, um, you know, it sets them up for, for greater, you know, success in life. And when I say success, not about what they achieve, but who they become, you know, inside and, and, you know, from the inside out. And, and also, um, you know, my intent with writing it is that in a way that when parents or caregivers or grownups can listen to the music themselves and appreciate it, not just drop their kids off at camp and just shut it off right away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they're it's still playing in the car and they're thinking, oh, like, I'm actually, I'm actually enjoying this. <laughs> um, so that was, that was uh, 2019 with the release of you are enough. And that was a pretty, uh, that was really interesting, you know, interesting time in, in my life as well. Um, and, and then, you know, it, it came out September, um, September 1st, 2019. And I mean, just a couple months later, we ended up in a, in a pandemic. Um, and that was, I mean, that it rocked everybody's world. Um, for me, I feel like the pandemic, there were so many silver linings. Um, you know, I mean, obviously it was a very challenging time, um, but, but many silver linings. I, when actually when, when I got word that um, shelter in place was going into effect in the Bay Area and everything was shutting down, I was on a plane um, coming back to the Bay Area and I got word and I'm just sitting there on the plane, just kind of just, just trying to make sense of that. Because at that point I was performing, you know, six, sometimes seven days a week, um, all over. And there were families, I mean, there are families, there are families rather who have been coming to 
my performances and my classes, I mean, every week for years with siblings and just, and I'm just thinking it wasn't even, didn't even think about, it didn't even dawn on me, like, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to do for me? It was more like, what, what are these, you know, what do we do about the families, these children that rely on, you know, this, this weekly tradition and seeing how, how the parents, you know, respond to it and they have that community. What are we going to do? Cause obviously, you know, we're not going to be able to see each other for who knows how long. So I'm, I'm sitting there on the plane. And the first thing I did was I wrote uh, the song. Okay. Which is the last song on my most recent album that just came out a week ago today. Uh, it's a song. called. Thank you so much. Um, that song is called okay. And, um, the lyrics are, you know, when the morning sun arises and everything is changed, you know, and then it's like, and everything, it's going to be okay. You know, like it's anyway, the song goes on, but, but just that's the first one. So I wrote that on the plane. And then my next thing was, okay. And so what are we going to do? How are we going to make this work? And I just thought, I, I, I just, I have to go virtual. I just have to go virtual. I have to, I have to keep showing up. Um, and I knew there was a Facebook live option and I knew there was YouTube, but I wasn't sure if I could go live on YouTube, but I was like, I'm just going to show up every day live online. And if people want, you know, in my classes, there was, you know, people would pay. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to charge. I'm just going to show up. And here's my you know, if people want to donate, I always say if people want to support the music, it was never tipping. It was if you want to support the music, but it was never required. I just wanted it to be accessible to everyone. Um, and so I did that three times a day from March until July. I would go 8.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 4.30 p.m. Um, I wanted to I did that so that I could reach different time zones because I, you know, I had my, my Bay area, um, you know, my, my central <laughs> you know, people here, but I, I also wanted to make it available really to, to everyone because I, you know, I'm originally from Ohio um, and have friends on the East coast and really everywhere. So I just wanted, I wanted to be accessible to everybody. Um, and so I did that three times a day. And during that time, I always did it public. Oh, and yeah, public posts. So anyone could watch. Um, and I would interact in the comment section. So I would lead it almost like I would a class. I would say, all right, you know, um, let me know in the comments who's here. Let me know if you have a song request. Let me know. Maybe you can put up an emoji to show me what the weather looks like outside today. Um, and I would sing hello to every single person that showed up, whether it was a grown up or a child, um, I would acknowledge, you know, if there was any comments, particular comments around like a song request, I would always do the song request. And then I'd say maybe three or four times during the half an hour show, I would ask questions um, relating to the song. So if we did a song about like Jenny Jenkins, like a song about colors, I would say, put your favorite colored heart emoji in the comments. I'd say, let's, let's, or the song I wrote called peace and love. Let's flood the comment section with all the heart emojis you can. Or if we would do, um, 
one of my, uh, one of my songs, we did animal boogie or down by the bay. Um, I'd say put, you know, let me know what, what are we going to see down by the bay today? And, or I would say, you know, what, what animals it was always like, or like, if we're going to do wheels on the bus, where are we going on our bus today? And then the other thing I did, which also helped with um, this, the writing of this album is I would say, what song do you want? And I did this for the second album too, but more so for this one. I said, what, what songs would you like to hear about? Um, and um, Out Beyond, which I'll be introducing, that was one where, you know, somebody said outer space. So it's like, okay. So I take that and I would, I would, you know, when I was not um, performing, I would just sit and work on songs that people wanted to hear about. So it was very much, it was very much to serve. Um, it really wasn't about, you know, um, but at the same time, I would say just having that connection, um, it was really beautiful. I, I, I was able to make new friends from all over the world. Um, there were places, malls, shopping centers that wanted to do something virtual, you know, out in Virginia, places I'd never heard of uh, in Virginia. And so I, you know, libraries all over the country um, would have me do these hour long shows. Um, and then also, um, you know, people, there were, there were like, like uh, more like family, not, not, uh, there are restaurants um, around the Bay Area that that caught wind of me and started once they had outdoor music they they wanted to bring me in. So anyway, it was it was end up being a pretty busy time actually. Um, and but doing a lot of songwriting during 2020 and thinking, you know, I want to. So this was this is what made the light such a profound experience um this album was because it also right after the release of um you are enough we became a two house family um so i was off on my own and um you know my children with me half the time and uh but i didn't have access to a studio anymore so it was you know, it was something I thought, okay, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to record music? How am I going to do post-production? Because I'd never done post-production, but I had done, you know, the recording and a little bit of editing. Um, and so um, during 2020, I also started, um, started investing in professional audio equipment um, that could accommodate my tiny little space. So... Um, so in 20, so, so the intent was always to record, but I think, you know, we all have this, we all may perhaps might share in this is that when there's something new, something uncertain, it's like get a little nervous and apprehensive about jumping in and diving in. So it took a little bit longer um, to start recording this one. I mean, on top of it just being the, you know, the pandemic and whatnot. So, but 2021, I, the beginning January, I got this, this burst and, um, you know, had, had someone very, very close to me who was just like, let's, let's make this happen. Um, you know, let's, he was extremely supportive and he had this 130 year old in, um, up here in the Russian river. And he was like, just, just use the space, just go in, use the space, record and the energy of, of the place was, is just so, so, um, wonderful. I, I just, 
I felt like, okay, this is it. So this is my, this is my little corner here. It's so I'm going to birth this child. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and started recording, um, with all my other albums, I record all my own instruments, um, all the string instruments, all the percussion, um, keyboards, everything. And so, um, you know, recording. And also during that time, things had started to open up again. So I was still, you know, performing um, in person, not so much virtually. I think there came a point where we were all over it a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so a lot of in-person uh, performances back, you know, around the Bay area. Um, and, but yeah, recording the light, um, didn't know what I was going to call it at first. I was playing around with different ideas. There's a song special. There's another one I wrote called together. Um, but I was, as I was walking um, on a walk one day, I, I was imagining myself um, introducing the new album. And because I was trying to think, what am I going to call this thing? Like, what is, what is the, you know, the culmination of all of this? How, how do you, because at the same time, I mean, it's not just, it's not just an album, you know, of music. I mean, it is, but it's, it's an, it also represents, I, I've um, thought of it as sort of my response to 2020, you know, you know, being out a single mom on my own, you know, so there's that whole piece. I also, during that time, um, learned how to uh, mix and master so I actually mixed and mastered my own music as well I <laughs> did the whole thing um from start to finish and um so I'm, I'm on this walk and I, I thought to myself well what 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 does this all represent and and um my uh my my sweetheart at the time who who provided the in and everything he said to me he would always say to me talk about my light and I thought you know the light what, you know, what is this all about? It's about the light. It's about spreading the light and being the light and being the love and putting all this out into the world and, and really trying to inspire people, um, remind people that we all have this light, even on the days where we're just not feeling so great. You know, it's something that we all have and the world needs it now more than ever. You know, sometimes we, we worry about being too much. That's something that I've had to deal with being, too much, too loving, too um, energetic, too <laughs> um, passionate, you know, and, and it's a light. We all have our own individual light. And so that's when I thought, okay, so this song is going to be called The Light or the, the album. And then I thought, well, I, but I don't have a song called The Light. Um, so I need to write one. <laughs> <laughs> so after the whole album was pretty much done, I went and wrote the song, recorded the song, mastered the song. So anyway, um, so, but this, and, and you know, it's funny is with this third album, um, again, you know, my, my children's father, he, you know, he is an incredibly talented, um, you know, with, with post-production. Um, and this was the first time I had ever done it. And so I, I've thought to myself, you know, is it, is it as, is it as polished as my others? I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's not about that. So it's, it is, um, 
and I don't really share that, you know, (laughs) I don't really share that. It's, it's, uh, obviously it's about the messages. Um, but this was, this was a very personal project and, um, something that I'm, I'm really proud of. It's something that I felt, um, you know, with messages that the families, the, the people who, who listen to my music could benefit from, but it's also, you know, it, it certainly served me too. Yeah. No, I think your, your, your life's journey to this point and your, your focus and the, and the messages of your songs are all great. And thank you. So let's, let's get into the song for this week. Okay. All right. The song is You Are Enough by Megan Schoenbaum. So Megan, tell us a little bit about this song and what inspired this one. Mm, yes. Um, so this song in particular, it's kind of random. I was actually um, scrolling on, on Instagram and I came across a photo. I think it was an ad actually of uh, it was just a sweatshirt with a rainbow on it and said, you are enough across the chest. And I thought, wow, that, that needs to be a song. <laughs> so that's sort of how it started. But it was also, I think, in a, in a place in my life where, you know, trying to just celebrate my enoughness. I think many of, of us grownups um, are, are, you know, trying to um, adopt that, that whole idea. And that was really where I, I thought, you know, I, I'm going to write this for all of us. Uh, and actually I wrote it right before Mother's Day. So I, I, I wrote it and performed it um, and shared the video as sort of like a Mother's Day gift to all the, all the mamas out there. Um, but my whole thought was, you know, if we can write this and convey it in a way that, you know, little ones can absorb this. Like I mentioned um, to you is that I, it's, I truly think we can change the world. Yeah, and I love hearing stories about what inspired songs because it can be literally anything. This yeah. is a great example. You just see somebody wearing a shirt and like, that's going to be a good song. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's listen to You Are Enough. Here you go. enough you'll always be you are perfectly imperfect and that's just fine with me when you are kind and full of love you are enough you are enough you are enough you 
we are enough. That was You Are Enough by Megan Schoenbaum. So Megan, let everybody out there know where they can download or stream that song and where they can find you on social media. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you can find my album, all of my music, wherever you stream or download. So pretty much any service out there. Um, and as far as where you can find me, social media is a great way to stay connected to me. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um, and Instagram, it's at Megan Schoenbaum, um, and on Facebook, it's Music Time with Megan, uh, and yeah, and then my website is musictimewithmegan.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, Megan, for being on the show, and best of luck with everything. Thank you so much.